0: Wizard is never late. Overdue. Three, three, toe,
1: toe, 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 one. <laughs> this is Pitcher to Fix it. Picture.
0: Listeners of Cinema 7, it is your host Mario B. I am your MC, so it shall be. Um, I didn't mean to rhyme there, that sounded pretty white. And yes, that's how I'm starting off the podcast. Uh, today I just wanted to um, c- come on and talk to you guys about where we're at, where we've been, kind of update you on the podcast, kind of talk about some changes I think personally that I want to do. Um, Cinema 7 has always been a podcast about reviewing movies. It's always been a podcast about, uh, talking about TV shows or just talking about video games in general. And, uh, we've missed a lot of movies, uh, discussed this year after Endgame. Uh, got pretty busy for my other, ho- my other co hosts, uh, John and Chris Hawk. Um, I kind of been trying to get my shit together.
1: And, uh, you know uh looking for a new job and uh just
0: um everything in general trying to piece things together uh recently went to therapy um that's new to me it was very scary for me honestly uh I have to admit going to therapy uh I, I everyone talks very positive about it uh it is very awkward at first it's it's hard to open up and uh or open your mind to being judged, I'll say, with quotations. Uh, you're not being judged. You're, you're obviously they're trying to get into your psyche and diagnose you and, and figure out how to help you cope with it, get better, understand yourself, and all that good stuff. So I, I've, been, I've been doing that. And, uh, uh, you know, Chris Hawk has, has a family he's been uh, taken care of. He's been working very hard. John kenoki has been working very hard. He has, like, 30 jobs, or he does 30 jobs at his one job. Uh, Either way, John Kenoki is a workaholic. And that dude also travels a lot with his girlfriend, which is uh, really cool, actually. Like I said, we missed a bunch of movies. We missed a uh, ton of uh, events as well. Uh, Star Wars Celebration. We did make an episode to talk about. I never got a chance to edit it or put it out, because like I said, I've been very busy trying to handle my own life and stuff like that. The podcast, as I mentioned, I'm looking for a new job, is 100% uh, funded by me. So, you know, I pay for website, I pay for other things and, you know, the equipment and all that. So on my regular job, it is hard to keep the podcast going. Or try to advance the things that I have for the podcast, if that makes sense. On top
1: of the other things that you know I have to get done. So it's challenging. I've been looking for a new job. Uh, so far, <laughs> you know, um trying to stay positive, trying to stay positive. I mess up my words a lot. You're going to hear me mess up a lot of words. Trying to stay motivated
0: trying to motivate myself trying to find uh value but like i said it's it's self funded um we do have a patreon if you want to go to our patreon and help donate uh that might actually help us get back on track you know if you have liked what we have done it's uh patreon.com uh cinema seven and how we spell seven well obviously cinema if you know how to spell cinema and then seven Instead of the S, we take away the S, and we actually put a number 7 in front of
1: E-V-E-V-E-N. That's how we spell 7. Um, Some of the things... Uh, I'm getting off track here, I realize this. It's uh,
0: There's a lot to discuss, there's a lot to talk about, some of the things we missed. Um, and I kind of wanted to use this also as my own therapy. In a way, you know, and I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about some of the changes we're going to make, and I will in a second. But some of the things that we didn't get to talk about, you know, is uh, like I said, Star Wars Celebration, uh, E three. I watched all of the press conferences for E three except for PC gaming. I can't say who I thought won. I think obviously, stage presence wise, Xbox had a really cool stage presence. Uh, Keanu Reeves, well,
1: you know. Woohoo. Big deal. Big deal there in uh, gaming land, in internet land, I guess. Uh, I really liked... I've never played an Animal Crossing
0: game, so that surprised me at Nintendo. Watching the gameplay and some of the things for Pokemon, the new Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, surprised me with Nintendo. I don't know how excited you guys are, but I'm very afraid of a Machoke or Machamp running up to me and trying to uh, punch me in the throat while I'm trying to catch Pokemon, or just try to get to the next city. So I'm a little scared about that. Or, you know, maybe a Snorlax rolling over on me. That's very scary. You have to put yourself in these situations, in real-life situations. Like on Skyrim when I tried to stop using a map to play the game. Even though the map's in the corner of your screen, and he's always there, I tried not to look at it. tried to navigate myself. I went in a complete circle. It did not work. seems like Nintendo has a lot of cool like mech games coming out. You know, Marvel's Capcom or not Marvel's Capcom. I wish there was a Marvel's Capcom 2 uh, that they put that on the systems again. But uh Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, I'm pretty excited for. I really like the first two. Um, the first one is one of my favorite games of all time. The second one I wasn't too fond of uh just character wise and story wise and and uh gameplay it didn't satisfy me as much as the first one. I felt like I could do more. I, I felt like I could
1: uh I guess put the power or use the powers I wanted to and, and stuff like that with
0: the characters in the first game. Uh so I'm hoping that the third one's going to let me do the same, and the third one's going to be
1: uh, very cool, very good. Can't wait to play it. I'm probably going to buy it when it comes out. Uh, let's see.
0: PlayStation wasn't at E3, so they didn't really show anything. Though, though, there's rumors about the PS5, and uh, you know, obviously, I, I saw one the other day about the PS5 being Sony's last console. Uh, that's some big. Um, that's a big rumor. I don't know if that's true or not. No, nobody really knows. Except for Sony. If they make it their last console, they better just keep updating it and and all that jazz when like 12k, 15k, 44k uh
1: comes out or, you know, when we just install a contact into our lenses to play a game. Uh
0: let's see what other games. I don't remember much else, uh, Cyberpunk. Obviously, I mentioned counter Reeves thing. Everyone's really hype about that. I, I, personally, I haven't played Witcher, and I know those guys made Witcher. Uh, what is it, Project Red or, or whatever they're called? Um, I'm not very familiar with the uh, studios and 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 you know game developers and stuff. But the chick at the Bethesda uh, conference that was very charismatic, was very cute. And uh, that was a highlight of E3, for sure. I'm excited for Doom. Speaking of Bethesda, Doom uh, grew up with Doom. Uh, Doom was one of the first computer games I've ever played. Uh, it kind of way into me and my brother, you know, wrestling as kids and my brother having the persona of being Doom, uh, John Doom, Dr. Doom, you know, and then uh, and that's obviously how Dr. Doom... Uh, became a fan of Doctor Doom as well because of that whole persona thing that me and my brother used to do as kids.
1: Used to wrestle around, jump off of stuff. Used to chop him, you know, hurt him real good. And then he'd just bite me. He would bite me really hard. Uh, I'm sure everyone's covered
0: E3 already, so I won't stick on it too long. Uh, some of the movies we've missed that uh, I know the other guys have seen, but... uh Detective Pikachu. Uh, I watched that Netflix movie, the the Chinese one from China, about uh, you know the Earth kind of uh, or climate change affecting the Earth and us building weird ion energy, nuclear, you know, energy plants or whatever to power the Earth or push it towards the solar system. Uh, to keep it closer to the sun or find uh, another sun, or I, I, don't, I wasn't really sure about it, but or the plot, or what, what it was actually doing. I know they were trying to go in search of another planet, I believe what they were doing, or trying to uh, research the sun in general. Uh, but it's
1: actually a pretty good science fiction movie. It's called uh, the, the Wandering Earth. That's what it's called. It's on Netflix. I, personally, uh, as a foreign movie, I think the acting and the, uh, the comedy elements in it, and, and uh, I'll tell you what. They have some crazy special
0: effects. Like, I don't know what that movie... It had to be all, like, green screen or blue screen if you're familiar with early green screen it used to be blue or at least in the prequels i think they filmed it on blue screen the star wars prequels that is uh but special effects are crazy in that movie and all the science science fiction elements it adds it's like it's um it's very science fictiony to me and and I, i like that aspect uh you can get past some of the
1: the corniness of you know the the silly jokes or um some of the things being far-fetched, I guess, it's actually, in my opinion, not that bad. I, I
0: gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, Detective Pikachu, I saw with uh, Cinema 7 alumni, uh, Cinema 7 Hall of Famer, uh, Josh Haddix. Uh, Josh Haddocks who started the podcast with us uh, three years ago. It was me, uh, Josh Haddocks and Chris Hawk. Uh, he left because he moved away and he is building a life with his fiancee and he's going to get married, which I am going to be in the wedding. And uh I have to actually have to get my suit still. So if you're listening to this, Josh, I apologize. I'm getting there. Uh, there's a lot
1: going on. But uh he came down to visit me, uh Ronnie and uh
0: Josh and his fiance. We went to see Detective Pikachu, why he was here visiting? Uh, it was really good to get sushi with him, hang out with him, uh, see the movie with him. Uh, just seeing Josh again is really—it was really cool, and uh, I can't wait to see him in September for his big day. Uh, but we watched it. it. It's there's a lot of I know Chris Hawk, who you guys know, part of the podcast. He had complaints about the movie. He, he I don't know if he didn't, he found it corny. Uh, what he, if it, this wasn't what he expected, uh, obviously, I, I, I know he liked certain aspects. Um, me and him talked about the the giant Pokemon, you know, in the movie that come out of the mountain. They're the, uh, uh, what's the big tortoise, the third evolved form with the tree on his back? I can't remember. But he's basically the mountain, or they're, like bunch of them. I guess they're, they were experimenting with Pokemon. Uh, it reminded me of like a kaiju type thing which is
1: neat and i think that's what he thought of thought of it as and i think he actually liked that part but what i didn't like about that part was your it, it it hit home to me because it's it's
0: experimenting on animals which what pokemon basically are in the pokemon world
1: or universe uh and these terrible uh Experiments that they did on these animals
0: made them super huge, and they gotta live super huge for the rest of their life. Like, what? What if they just walk away? That that mountain's not there anymore, you know? Because that so that kind of sucks for the region. But I guess they're so big, maybe they just sleep all day. Uh, that's one part I didn't like, but Chris Hawk I guess didn't mind. Chris Hawk did not like the ending. He did not like the Mewtwo. Putting the people's bodies in Pokemon. hit like the twist with Ryan Reynolds at the end. If you haven't seen it, I apologize. There's a twist at the end. Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu, or he's in Pikachu's body, and he's the kid's dad. Kershawk didn't like that. I didn't mind it. But when they're putting the bodies into the Pokemon and all that stuff, it kind of reminded me, it gave me this weird vibe. I know you're probably going to think this is weird, but it gave me this vibe of the
1: first live-action Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah, that's what the vibe I got. You know, but it
0: was cool to see Pokemon on the big screen and in that hyper computer-generated detail. I guess to put it, Uh, it it was it was pretty neat in my opinion. Uh, Me and Chris Hawk also talked about we want Pokemon battles. We we kind of want a battle movie. That's what we really want. So hopefully, Detective Pikachu opens up the doors. To a you know a Pokemon battle themed movie or them battling. Uh, we only got a taste of it in the movie with Charizard and Pikachu. Uh, but like I said, it was cool seeing the Pokemon walk around. Seeing it's cool seeing all the different Pokemon. Uh, I'll tell you what will make you cry though in that movie is when you see the Bobasaurs,
1: That is going to make you tear. You are going to cry your eyes out. I'm just telling you right now. But uh,
0: I gave Detective Pikachu, personally, in my opinion, an 8 out of 10. I did not mind that movie. Uh, it's probably going to be on my list somewhere at the end of the year, I'm thinking. Um, what else did I see? I saw John Wick 3. Uh, that's another one Chris Hawk really liked. Me and John, Kenoki Salt together. Uh, me and John weren't really too fond of it. Uh, you know, the acting is good. Ian McShane, he's awesome. Uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, to me, is a little... I don't know how to describe his acting. It's not bad, but it's not, like, amazing. I want to say he's, like, the greatest actor, or he is a, he's a great actor, you know. Obviously, this role fits his, uh, his acting chops very well, or his skills.
1: Because he doesn't really have to do much, or say much fights kick butt kicks ass uh
0: yeah so uh john wick i gave it a 6.5 out of 10 i think that's what john gave it or he might have gave it something less or he gave it a 7 i don't remember he me and him talked about it uh obviously the first part of the movie is really good and i think the ending is really good i don't think they should make a fourth one in my opinion uh, they're making this TV series. They could they should have waited. If they're doing the TV series to to do the TV series and then come out with the fourth John Wick movie afterwards. If that's what the, if, in my opinion I thought that would have been a little better. Expand the universe, the world more, build the world uh then bring John Wick back for the final climactic, you know, end. But uh it,
1: it was it was kind of weird to think
0: that I guess to see them try to do another one, or that they're they're planning on doing another one, or set that up, because it, it just like the first one's really good. The second one's pretty good too, but I, I don't remember much about the second one, honestly, other than common and the uh, I think it's Italy they're in for that concert and goes through that tunnel and kills all those guys. That's that's really like the only stuff I
1: remember. Um, and Ian McShane's face. Oh, maybe him buying the suit. Uh, But yeah, the third one, uh, I don't know. I think it should have ended there.
0: You know, obviously the horse thing was pretty cool. (laughs) Um, The horse kicking people in the face. Uh, The knife fights, or the fighting with the knives in the the hallway was pretty cool. Him building a gun out of like six other guns. Awesome. Even though he only shot it once. Wish he could have used it more.
1: But realistically, you know, he had people coming at him, so he couldn't use it, because you had to load it. It takes forever. Uh,
0: Let's see what else we saw. I saw Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, okay. So if you know me, I'm a huge, huge Godzilla fan. I have almost nearly all the Godzilla movies. I collect uh, the Gamera live-action movies from the 90s. I have uh, Ultraman, the series, and, and I have the two uh, Japanese movies which I can't play because they're foreign locked, or I guess, is that, that terminology? I can't watch them unless I have a Japanese DVD player, which sucks. But I like Ultraman. I like Godzilla. I like Gamera. I like Kaiju. I like monsters. I like creatures. I like aliens. I like predators. I like uh, creature effects stuff. I like all that jazz. You know, horror. Um, you know, we talked about it before, like the hot horror fest or the uh, makeup effects conventions and magazines they have. I like all that stuff.
1: It's pretty cool how they, how they uh, do the, the special effects like that. That's what it is. That's special effects. And what I meant earlier for The Wandering Earth is visual effects. Even though they're still special. Effects. Uh, but Godzilla, I thought it was really good for a Godzilla movie. I mean, you gotta throw all logic out the window. Okay. Uh you
0: me Ronnie and I we uh discussed it and I discussed it with some friends. Uh the radiation alone that was radiating from Godzilla and the nuke they used underwater and stuff like that probably, you know,
1: should have killed a bunch of people or affected them uh immensely. You know, uh
0: Definitely the part in Boston at the end with Godzilla and and giving off the uh, atomic radiation bomb move that he did. Uh, Underwater, you know, people say that uh, Ken Watanabe, uh, who plays the doctor, you know, he he probably shouldn't have been able to even walk up to Godzilla with that place being so uh, radiated or filled with radiation or even let alone touch Godzilla, like your hand should have melted. Because, uh, you know, they have that Chernobyl series out, and uh, the guy who actually, one of the first responders that went down into the thing, touched it, and his hand, like, melted instantly. It burned off, or whatever it was, when they went to the core. So it's almost like maybe his hand, you know, realistically. But you gotta throw all logic out the window, right? That's Godzilla. I know uh, the one scene prior before him going to deliver the nuke to, uh, give Godzilla power, he the one guy says something about he puts something in his suit so he could walk around longer, and I guess that's not too far-fetched in like a science fiction monster movie um uh, Ronnie said that, you know, the um, the radiation should have, like, melted some of the metal or affected the metal in the submarine uh which I responded with, okay? This is my argument. Since this is like a near future or like present time, but in an alternate reality where we have like weird uh, giant sh- planes that have like hydro engines on the back of it or whatever you want to call it. Weird energy things. And, and uh, we can contain giant monsters and, and weird force fields and stuff like that. Obviously the metal,
1: you know, is going to be built to withstand radiation. So that's that's my guess on that. And you know, I have some friends that complained about them uh, building the orca or putting it back together in the middle of the pouring down rain. And my argument to that is again, it's an alternate reality with
0: technology where I assume submarines and other planes have metal or whatever that can be protected from radiation so why not have things in a motherboard that are waterproof you know wouldn't that be cool for all you computer gamers and stuff out there
1: waterproof motherboards
0: but uh i really liked it as a godzilla fan all the callbacks um i really liked them saying king Ghidorah was from space that was really cool uh, obviously, at the end, they teased uh, something. I, I didn't think the acting was all that bad. You know, Harper, I, Let me let me uh, reel back a little bit and talk about the acting. I thought the acting was was pretty good. Each character played the each person or actor played their character very well. I thought the the main guy who was you know a badass because you know every movie these days you got to make everyone be a badass and they don't have weaknesses. And he's so smart. I
1: thought he played that character very well, though. Like, I honestly thought the character was done very very well. I thought the character was done pretty good. I didn't mind the acting. I thought the acting was better than some stuff in John Wick 3, to be honest. Uh, If we're comparing acting. Or even Avengers. I know that's going to hit hard. Uh, it, it seems like that critics kind of I, I read at least or heard that
0: they slammed this movie because it was too many too much monsters and the human elements didn't mix in I thought they did a good job of mixing both i I didn't see the a lack of human element I thought there was a good amount of it that made sense uh I thought the monster battles were really well and it built up to that last final Match between Godzilla and King Ghidorah, and uh, you know, because people complain about the first one, there wasn't enough monster battles. But I, I think that it used the human elements as well perfectly in that movie, and built up towards the final fight against the Motos, where you actually get to see the monsters fight more, and, and you see Godzilla more. I think it did a good job, suspense wise, to build that tension. And then the second one, you know, they they, I think they do a good job.
1: Not as good as the first movie, but I was hyped the whole time. Obviously, power level-wise, and I
0: stayed this on Avengers Endgame, I feel like writers and stuff aren't really keeping that in check. So I, I don't understand how King Kong's gonna fight this Godzilla now. You know, because he just defeated this all-powerful King Ghidorah.
1: And, uh, you know, King Kong is just a giant ape. So I, I feel like they kinda... You know, meddled too much or went too far with the power levels. Uh,
0: So I I don't know what they're going to do and how they're going to do it for King Kong versus Godzilla or Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong or whatever they're calling it. Uh, But like I said, um, what was I talking about beforehand? The acting and stuff? I don't remember. I got off topic off of whatever I was talking about beforehand. Rodan, though. Rodan is the perfect arch nemesis, not arch nemesis, but perfect henchman for any monster. He's almost like Starscream. He reminded me so much of Starscream from from, uh, Transformers. And uh, our friend Joey Hill, the podcast, loves Transformers. And uh, we talk about him off and on sometimes. He, uh, I think he agreed with me when I talked to him about it, but Rodan reminded me of uh, Starscream I know a lot of people also didn't like how Mothra became queen of the monsters. That really didn't bother me as much. Uh Mothra did her suicide move uh and sacrifice herself. has always done that. Mothra in Final Wars did like a phoenix move on fire to um sacrifice herself and help
1: Godzilla or help, you know, humanity in general. And Mothra's always reborn. So, you know, are reincarnated. So it didn't bother me. Mothra will be back if they continue the the
0: monster-verse. I gave Godzilla King of Monsters 9 out of 10. But that's from a guy who likes Godzilla. Uh, Another thing I've been doing is I've been watching a lot of TV shows. I watch Good Omens. Awesome series. Uh, Definitely go check it out. If you have Amazon Prime or Cody on the Firestick Exodus. Uh if you let me see, what else did I watch? I've been watching Pose. Okay, I love that show. Okay, season one was phenomenal. Season two, pretty good. More drama, more dramatization, I feel like, in season two. But still uh really good and heartwarming so far at the end of each episode. Uh and, and even though it's it's dramatized a lot, I, I do it real and how you uh, want to sympathize with the characters and get behind them because you know that world that lifestyle is uh, still very questioned uh, outside the community Uh, not questioned but you know uh, shamed or looked down upon and uh, that show very really opens your eyes to about humanity and uh, looking at people more as people and humans, as you should. Just saying. And Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is awesome. Let me tell you. That show is highly underrated. It is weird. It, it breaks the fourth wall. And I love it. So if you like comic book stuff, if you like really weird uh, out of left field stuff, if you like Supernatural,
1: if you like... uh. Legends of Tomorrow, uh, what else would I say, uh, is more like that, Deadpool, I guess, definitely
0: watch Doom Patrol. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, I I updated you on what I've seen and some of the events we didn't get to cover, uh, let me talk to you more about what I plan on doing for the podcast and how I'm going to change it. So... We're still gonna do movie reviews, I still wanna do movie reviews. I still wanna talk about TV shows. I still wanna do pitch where we pitch things or fix-its where we, we try to fix a movie that people uh, thought were terrible or wasn't well-received. Uh, pitch-its obviously are when we pitch our own ideas for a movie in a franchise or just in general or you know a crossover or pitch a movie for a character. Um, we have a bunch of those if you wanna go check it out in our archives, episode archives. So we're still going to do stuff like that. You know, talk about video games, obviously. We're big geeks. I'm a big geek. And I I, want to, what I want to do, though, is I want to get more into interviews. I want to interview more local people in the area around here, where I'm from, in Virginia. I want to interview more people who don't get the opportunity to be interviewed by, you know, like the big... People like Joe Rogan or Mark Marin, you know, on their podcasts. Um, or, you know, Bobby Lee, you know, because he, he's got his own podcast now. And uh, a, lo- a lot of people got podcasts, you know, Theo Vaughn, um, Chris DeLila. I don't know how to say his name. They're real tall, kind of muscular guy that looks goofy. That's the best way I can describe him. Uh, But they do interviews. They talk about stuff. Uh, You know, I I don't want to talk about random things. I want to talk about things that compel these people in these interviews or what gets them going, help them out, help them maybe get noticed or just do things for people locally and and people who uh, could need it. You know, I, I, w- I want to help people. This is what the podcast always been about. Getting people's opinions out there and stuff like that. Uh, I also want to talk more about uh, what's going on socially. What's going on uh, either in all media, all news, you know. Um, you know, when we started a podcast, we didn't want to swear. Obviously, you can't help human emotion. And we're not going to stop people from sharing their opinions and their feelings. So we banned, not banned it, but we unbanned swearing. So now we can swear. So we're uh, explicit. Uh, We tried our hand in politics. I didn't get the episode out. So, you know, we tried to not be political because we didn't want to offend anyone's opinion or their political background or what side on the political spectrum they fall. But, you know, The three of us that do it, you know, we all almost share the same political opinions. And I think we should talk about that stuff more because, you know, I want to do more themed things like when it's Black History Month or when it's Pride Month, which was just recently, you know, I want to to do more things like that and be more open minded with the podcast and help uh, spread more representation and, and things like that, because that's what we need today so I want to use the podcast to or platform to push those agendas or equality or things like that in a way you know so those those people who or minorities or people who are part of the LGBTQ can come on to our podcast and share their opinions because uh, you know people who have that I don't know a political viewpoint that you know they're kind of they kind of backwash as the word maybe I'm looking for or, or push those uh that type of equality to the side because they, they they think it's there so they're like why are we giving so much attention to this blah 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 you know it's whatever the fuck stupid shit I want to be more open and I want to be more uh for everyone. So I, I want to be able to talk about more things, you know, um, more recently I've been getting into the conspiracy stuff. So maybe we can talk about conspiracies and, and things like that. And I just want to be a platform that's better for the world. If that makes sense. I want to be something that's better for people and everyone and give everyone a chance because that's the type of person I am. So I'm going to push that with my podcast, because this is my podcast, as I stated earlier in the show. Um, other than that, you know, I, I think we're just gonna be more open to everything. And uh, we're probably gonna keep the name Cinema 7. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Uh, we're going to try to get it back back on track soon. We're probably going to try to review Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, I'm just going to have more of my friends on and more people in general to talk about their opinions. Uh, you know, whatever's going on as well, you know. So, like I said, I, I want to be a platform that promotes for all people. I, I, don't, I don't know how to put it. But I mean well, and uh, I hope you understand where I'm coming from, and I hope you understand uh, what I'm trying to say. Because I don't want to be goofy. I mean, we can be goofy. Obviously, we can be. We're we're all we all have a sense of humor on this podcast. But uh, I just want to be more open-minded, and uh, I guess you know the old quote, you know. Be the change you want to see in the world. And I'm going to use the podcast to do that. But uh, thanks for listening. That's all I have for this uh, update. The um, state of uh, Cinema 7 episode or whatever I am going to call it. Uh, you can look us up on social media. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh I'm trying to get back on the using the uh, instagram and the facebook for cinema seven i tried to transition twitter over to chris hawk because i got i let's be honest i let my personal opinions get in the way on a lot of things and i argued with a lot of people especially when we joke about my rivalry with boss logic uh so i tried to transition over to chris hawk with that but on instagram we are cinema7 underscore pod uh it's cinema number seven E-V-E-N underscore pod and I believe that's the same handle for our Twitter and then on Facebook you know you can just look us up Cinema 7 podcast uh I believe we still have a partnership or I guess a sponsorship with Audible if you go to audibletrials dot com backslash C seven pod that is just the letter C number seven Pod. you can get a month free of audible uh, I have audible I love it I listen to audiobooks I listen to audio dramas uh, I listen to all the alien ones those are awesome uh, as a big alien fan uh, recently I got the dooku uh, series on there uh, it's awesome and I know they're gonna do like a Stanley inspired thing I don't know if it's out yet I gotta check I'm going to get that and listen to that on there. But you get a month free 30 days. Free trial. Uh, You get a free credit that you can use on anything. Uh, Yeah. And even if you cancel your membership, you keep the free credit. I didn't tell you that, though. So thanks for listening. I don't have much to say. Uh, Obviously, if you want to help out uh, a struggling podcast that is funded by poor people, go to our Patreon. And help support us. And Audible Trial definitely helps support us. Rate and review us on iTunes. That will also help us. Uh, I got to I gotta start saying that in the beginning. So I can get that out there. Chris Hogg usually says the send off. So I'm going to add his voice in. Right here. So uh, at Cinema 7 we want to thank you always. For watching with us. We want to thank you for listening with us. And we want to thank you for exploring with us.
1: It goes three, two, one, one. MCA, Ad Rock, Rank D, that's how we get it done. Like, ladies and gents, attention, Nas in the house, with Beastie Boys, we can turn it out. Perpetrators, we can point them out. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Like a Nexus 6, coming home to fruits, handheld, Handheld, 58 when it's time to get loose. You need the ear goggles, looking through the speakers like a scientist, with tubes and beacons. Have MCs over my house, fixing punch, watching your rappers. We going out, going Dutch, so pass me the sword. I start swinging, just randomly chopping on a crazy ass mission. Because I'm back with the bang boogie, oogie oogie, strawberry letter 23. Happy 3rd birthday Cinema 7 podcast.